Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We are at episode 75. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. Amazing to have you here as always. I hope you're enjoying the sunshine. If you're in Melbourne, it's fabulous and I'm loving it. Cannot wait for summer to come. I can feel it coming. So today we are talking all about how you can differentiate your business and also the customer experience that you create. So this is something that I think is really essential to building a bold brand. It's what I talk about all the time, whether it's your personal brand or your business brand. I think that really spending time to look at how you're differentiating yourself in the market is one of the most important and actually one of the most beneficial things that you can do. So we're going to be diving into that today. But if this is your first time on the podcast, hey there, welcome. Amazing to have you here. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, and this podcast is brought to you by The Connection Exchange. And I work with women in business to help you build a confidently bold brand, articulate a powerful message and attract clients who want the goodies that you've got so you can play bigger and brand bolder. Now, a couple of things. Number one is that Brand Builders Academy is still open for registration. I have had some amazing ladies join. I'm super excited to have them on board and you can still jump in. So this week, this episode is going live on the 19th of September, 2019. And if you get in before the end of this week, which is the 20th of September, then you can also get access to this week's bonus, which is a one hour one-on-one strategy or coaching session with me between the start of the course, which is the 7th of October, and you can use it anytime between then and the 30th of January, 2020. So you can either use it during the course or you can use it after the course has finished or this live round has finished as well. So all you have to do is head over to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash BBA and you can check out all the details and I would love to see you on the inside for this live round, which is eight weeks of live coaching, new content. We've got a celebration event happening at the end in Melbourne as well. So loads of things going on as well as prizes and challenges to make sure you get the work done. I'm excited. The other thing I wanted to share with you is that I'm also running a couple of free webinars at the moment on building a bold brand and scaling your business. And you can jump in on those. I've got another one today and then a couple next week. Uh, And so that is the connectionexchange.com forward slash branding webinars. And I'm going to be doing loads more webinars as well. That was one of my goals this year was to get into the webinar jam. That's not the actual webinar platform I'm using, but that's the phrase I'm going to use. So so if you love to get on webinars and ask questions live, I love answering questions. I am giving you loads of value in this uh, webinar as well. And so if you want to jump in there, then head over to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash branding webinars, and you can get into and onto 
that. But that is what's going on this week. And so without further ado, how about we dive into this week's episode? Okay, so before we dive into some of the key things that I want you to be thinking about when it comes to differentiating your business, I'm going to give you a little pop quiz. So if you are sitting at your desk or you've just got fingers, you can, <laughs> you can mark yourself out of 10. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and I want you to, and I want you to give yourself one point for every question that you can say yes. I do that or I have that. Are you ready? So this is the bold branding checklist. Number one, I know who my person is and can describe them in detail. So this is your ideal dream or cream client. Who are they? And you can actually describe everything about them. So that's the first one. Can you get a point for that? Number two, I have a unique tagline that inspires my customers. Number three, I show the unique experience my customers have when they work with me. Number four, I use video to showcase my business, whether it's professional, Instagram stories, Facebook videos, anything, LinkedIn, whatever you wanna use, I use video to showcase my business. Number five, I have a strong differentiator from my competitors. So this is something you've thought about and you can articulate why you're different and how you stand out. Next, my about page has a photo of me and or my team. Next, my about page shares my brand story and why I do what I do. Number eight, I have a referral policy or plan in place to reward my one percenters or the people that refer clients to me. Number nine, really basic, I have a website, never assume. (laughs) And number 10, I capture emails and use this to connect with my followers, clients and audience. So what did you get? I'd love to know if you're willing to share. I want to know what did you get out of 10 for those questions, which will also be in the show notes for this episode. So it's just the connectionexchange.com forward slash 75. And I want to know what you got for this pop quiz. Yeah. So those are some things that I want you to start to think about. But The things that we're going to talk about today are eight questions that you need to start asking yourself and things you can start working on to make sure that you're differentiating your business in a way that really works for you and that you're excited about. One of the things that I talk about when I talk about bold branding is that it's really about you loving what you're putting out there so much that you want to talk about it. Yeah, you don't have any of these issues around marketing your business, talking about your business or building your brand because you are so anchored in what it is that you're here to do and you love what you're doing, what you offer, your message, how you help your clients, that that is what makes it bold and that's what makes you so confident in it. So we're going to talk about eight things that you can be asking yourself when it comes to how you differentiate your business and how you build a unique customer experience. You ready to go? All of this is going to be in the show notes as well. So number one, 
do you have a differentiated or recognizable brand? So for example, if I was to see an image or read a caption or see something or watch something that maybe doesn't have the name of your business on it, would I know that it's you? Is it recognizable? Is it different? Is it unique? And if it's not, then what I would recommend and something that I say to my clients and I talk about when I speak all the time is to go outside of your industry for inspiration. Don't look at other people that are doing what you do. I want you to actually think about what are three brands that you love that have got nothing to do with you. Yeah. So the first one for me is I love the fun and the color of Gorman. I obviously wear their clothes. I read their emails. I'm completely in love with them. Um, And so when it comes to vibrancy and how I show up visually, then they are a really big inspiration for me. When I think of Marie Forleo, who is more sort of life and business coaching, then I think about her consistency. So that is something that as a brand I want to be is consistent. When I think about being really clever and giving actionable tips, then I think about Amy Porterfield, who teaches how to build online courses. And when I think about copy, then I love Frank Body. I love that they're cheeky. I love that they're a little bit irreverent. And so I look to them and also go to skin. I really love uh, Zoe's copy as well. So if you want to go check them out. So when I'm thinking about how I'm building my brand, I am 100% not looking at any other people that are in my industry. I'm looking at brands that I love, who I think are friggin' awesome, and how I am either creating a customer experience, creating a visual brand, looking at the copy that I create that has impact and connects and is maybe a little bit funny or different. Those are the brands that I'm looking at in order to build my business brand and my personal brand. Like how am I showing up and what does that look like? Yeah. So if you struggle to think about how you can differentiate your brand in the market, look to leaders in other industries and think about why you love them. What is it about them that really just connects for you? And how can you emulate that in your business branding too? Number two is who are you for? And really thinking about who the person is that you want to be working with. Like what's their favorite drink? Where do they live? What does their life look like? What are their big desires and why are they coming to you? Because if you can really name that, then you can start to create the copy, create the experience that they love as well. I was listening to another podcast the other day um, and one of the ladies was saying that she doesn't work with a certain type of business. And so the people in that industry were saying, well, why don't you want to work with us? And she said, it's because I know who my ideal client is and the experience that I've created works for them and it's not going to work for you. So I've been okay with saying, well, no, I don't work with your type of business. And so I think that when you get really clear on who you're for 
and you create an experience for them, then that's that's the people that you're going to attract into your business. So I think really nail that and work it out so that you can be clear in your marketing and your messaging and how you build your brand and how you differentiate yourself to kind of go, you know something, this is who I'm for, this is what they love, this is what really resonates for them. And that's all I care about. If this doesn't resonate for you and this message doesn't speak to you and I'm not for you, then that's okay. There will be other people that you can go to um, that you're going to love as well. Number three is what's your unique experience? So think about how you're telling your audience and showing them because we buy with our eyes What is the experience that they're going to get if they come and work with you? So obviously for me with Brand Builders Academy, I'm looking at what live events and celebration lunches or dinners we can have. What about challenges and prizes so that it's really fun? I don't want people to join the course and not do the work. So the challenges are really to keep people accountable. Um, Also saying to them, if you need an accountability buddy in the course, then yell out and we can work out how you can do that. So it's really looking at what is the experience that I want to create for people that are coming into Brand Builders Academy? How can I help them to achieve their goals and get through the work as well? And then how are we celebrating and having fun? Because obviously you've got to go back to your values as well. And your values are going to tie into the experiences that you want to create for your audience. I think that creating specific experiences that overcome either challenges or overcome objections that people have to either working with you or joining a program that you've got is a really good thing to think about too. How are the experiences that you're creating in your business helping your clients to achieve what it is that they want? Because you want to help them to get to wherever their end game is for them. So really crafting those experiences, sharing the experiences that others have had when working with you and showcasing that is really important too. So for me, I just recently uh, shared a IGTV video on my Instagram, which is at Suze Chadwick, of testimonials of clients that have been through Brand Builders Academy. Um, And that has been really well received because people kind of want to know what's the social proof and what is the experience that I'm going to have when I work with this person. And I think one of the things that my BBA students have experienced is that I'm all in. Like I have to almost stop myself from constantly checking in with them to see how are you going? Do you have any questions? Is there anything else I can help you with? Because I want to be high touch and I want to support them where I can. So really think about what is the unique experience that you're giving your customers and how are you showcasing that experience with them so that they know what's coming and what they're going to get and what the opportunity is. Number four is what makes you different from the same business down the road. So I always use Kate from Urban Safari because I love her Um, and one of the things that really captured my attention was her Instagram handle um, and description which is photography for color lovers and you can find her at hello urban safari yeah and so in all honesty kate could have just had photography for suze chadwick (laughs) because photography for color lovers was 
100% how like what I identified with and what I loved. And when I looked at her feed, I could see that as well. So really think about how can you put that call out to your audience in a way that helps them identify with that ideal customer. Yeah. So I talk about building confidently bold brands and I've shared before that that word bold has been amazing for me because it is something that my ideal customer wants. And as I've said before, you can be bold and beige or bold and blue or bold and whatever you want. Uh, it doesn't have to be sparkly like me. Uh, you know, you, it's really about breaking the mold. And so I want you to think about what is that call that you have to your audience to say, if you want to be, if you're, so with Kate, if you're a color lover, I'm your person. For me, it's if you want to build a bold brand, then I'm your person. So think about what is it that you can state that helps your audience identify that you're their person. Yes, she's for me. And so I want you to really start to think about that in a way that is, inspiring and interesting and connected for your audience. And it's something that I would really say, you know, brainstorm, like brainstorm how people like want to be identified. What are the words that your audience love to use for themselves? Because remember, when you're building a brand, it is the invitation for somebody to create an emotional connection with who you are, what you do and how you can help them. Yeah, so I know that if Kate is photography for color lovers, then she's going to be able to really connect for me and deliver what I want because I am all about being really colorful. It's part of my visual brand and I love it. So have a think about that and how you can really speak to and do that call out to your audience. And the best way to actually do that is with a neon sign. Yeah. And so your neon sign for me, that's my language for it. Other people might call it a strap line, but I just think strap lines can be super boring and very bland. Whereas your neon sign, you want it to pop. You want it to like jump off the page, off the wall. You want it to shine bright to your audience day and night. And that's why I call it a neon sign. I also think about it as your war cry. Like, what is it that you believe? What are you kind of standing on the rooftop shouting about saying, I deliver photography for color lovers or I deliver confidently bold branding. And I used um, the example when I was speaking at an event recently is that dessert boxes, they've got waging a war on boring gifts because they are definitely not boring. Yeah. And so think about what that call out is. I love, and I used Fluffy Crunch, which is a fairy floss company based in Sydney. They've got, we'll get your inner child screaming for more. So think about what is that call to your audience? What is that neon sign that is inspiring, engaging? It might be entertaining, but it just might be something that they really connect with. And so how can you really start to develop that into something that becomes your, I I don't know whether war cry is the right word, but I've just got this image, you know, um, (laughs) 
of Mel Gibson with the blue paint on his face kind of and his war cry with his fist in the air. And I want you to kind of in a really positive way and in a fun way, I want you to think about if you were to raise your fist in the air and shout out something that was to connect with your audience about what you're here to do and what you're about, what you, you know, what you help them to do, what is it that you would say? And so really think about that. And so if you are struggling to think of that, then some of the things that you can think about is what do you believe about your product or service? What is it that you deliver to your customer? What does your customer want? So bold is what I've said my customers want. What would inspire them and what's the opportunity for them? So those are some questions to really ask yourself to help you develop your neon sign. And there's a lot more that you can do. As I've said before, I kind of go a lot deeper into this in Brand Builders Academy, but you can really be looking at, you know, what are the words that your customers use? What are the words that you would use? You know, why did they choose you? Like there's a whole lot of questions you can start to ask to start to really brainstorm what those words, what that phrase, what that neon sign could be. Number six is, do you have a rabbit hole? So, So the rabbit hole, and I actually, I got a message from somebody the other day who I think joined Brand Builders Academy and they were like, I fell down your rabbit hole. I kind of found one thing and then I went to your website and then I was looking around and then I found this and that is exactly what it is. It's really looking at the unique experience that you're giving people online when they find you and they might find you through Facebook. They might find you through Instagram. They might find you through Google and who knows, you know, maybe somebody sends them your details or refers you to them. I get people all the time saying somebody um, recommended your podcast to me and now I'm following you on Facebook and Instagram and I was looking at your website the other day and um, I'm looking at Confidence Rising that's coming up in November and I want to come to that. So creating a rabbit hole that people can fall down is one of the best things that you can do. You got to remember that it takes like 15 to 18 points of contact before somebody buys from you. So if you're giving them lots of different content that they can consume in different platforms and they can go and look at different types of multimedia, keeping somebody engaged in your content on whatever platforms you've got is something that you want to do. And so you've really got to look at what is that rabbit hole? Like, where are they going? As I asked at the very beginning in that pop quiz, do you have an about page? You know, is do you have your photo on it? Are you sharing your brand story and why you're doing what you're doing? This all contributes to your rabbit hole and how people experience you and find out more about you, what you do, what your clients say about you, what kind of content you share the videos that you have. Remember that the brain does not know the difference between in real life and digital and video. So if I see you every day on Insta stories, it's like I know you. It's like we're having coffee every day or I'm catching up with you every day. So don't underestimate the power of showing up for one, but also creating that content on your website, ideally, because it's your real estate. It's not somebody else's. So make sure you're really looking at that as well. And is it easy for them to understand how they can work with you? So are your services clear? Or do you have like 
a lot of different things that they can choose from and they've got no idea where to go. So think about the, the ease of use of the platforms that you've got too. Yeah, and if you're unsure, then get a friend or somebody who you're happy to ask to kind of go, you know something, can you go and take a look at my website? Can you maybe click through from my Instagram? Is it easy for to find things? Are you clear on what I do, who I'm for, what I'm about, what's the next step that you can take with me? Like what feeling do you get when you come to my socials or to my website? And recently I was on Christina Cantor's podcast, The C Method, and we were talking about personal branding and she said to me, oh my gosh, when I went to your website, I could feel the energy and your personality jump off the page. Now, once again, no matter what kind of visual brand you've got, you can still make it whatever you want it to be, yeah? So when I do like branding sessions with clients uh, as well, I, I normally do like a branding sort card, which are words that describe how you want your brand to be perceived and received. And it can be words like, elegant, uh, classic, it could be bold, it could be energized, welcoming, like there's, I don't know, like a hundred words or more that you can choose from. And so really getting clear on like, say, you know, say 10 words or seven words that you would use to describe not only how you want your brand to be perceived, but how you want people to experience it is once again, really worth taking the time to articulate that so that you can build that and know how you want people to experience you online and wherever they are finding out about you. Yeah. So if you want to be bold, then you have to go from what you do to how you show up, stand out and connect. Because I just think that so many people are like, well, I'm a photographer or I'm a web designer or, or I'm a this, this is what I do. And I want you to really start to think about, you know, how people engage and experience you and how your customers experience you is through how you show up. So I just want to be really clear on that. People ask me all the time, I don't know how to stand out. And I'm like, well, where are you showing up? And that's the challenge. And so if you're wanting to work on building your brand, then you need to think about how and where and when and why are you showing up and how are you connecting with your audience? Because that connection, there's no point just constantly showing up and then running. Yeah, you've got to start engaging with your audience. And when people like something, when they comment, respond, when they send you a DM, reshare it, thank them, you know, respond to them. Like when I get either messages or somebody shares my content, I'll send a video message. Yeah, or if somebody sends me a message, so I had one this morning saying how valuable the webinar was for somebody that was on it this week. And so I sent her a video message with a couple of extra tips. Like it's not just about what you do. It is about how you connect and how you show up. And that is all part of the customer experience. You've got to remember that when I think about customer experience, customer experience starts well before somebody is a paying customer. Yeah, they are your audience, they are somebody who, I've got people that refer paying clients to me who have not bought from me. They are what Pat Flynn, Pat Flynn calls super fans. 
Yeah. So you've got to think about your customer experience is no longer just about people who give you money. Your customers can be people who are also referring business to you as well. Okay. So really think about how you're positioning your brand, not just in the mind of your customers, but in the life of your customers. And this might be a little bit hard for some people to understand, but a brand is really about how recognizable and how quickly does your business come to mind when that need arises for the person that you're wanting to connect with. Yeah. So think about that. Like that's what brand visibility is about as well. It's about how quickly you come to mind and how quickly somebody recalls. If I need a business coach or I want to build my brand, Suze Chadwick is the person I want to go to. If I need a photographer, who's the first person you think of? If you need to, I don't know, do whatever, go to an art class, buy art, get your website designed, have a copywriter, who's the first person you think of? And that is what brand power is about. That is how people who you think of first, that's how they have not just positioned their brand in your mind. They've actually positioned their brand in your life. Yeah, because you're not going searching. It's your recall. It's the first thing you think of. It might be when somebody asks you about who you might know. They're the first person that comes to mind. So brand awareness, and I talk about this on the webinar as well, brand awareness is something that should be high on your brand strategy list. Yeah, that needs to be like right up there. How are you creating awareness with your cold, your warm, your hot, your super fans, like all of those audiences, what is your brand strategy around that? Once again, I go into a lot more detail and help my students build out their brand strategy in Brand Builders Academy, but that is something to really be thinking about. So that is number seven. How do you position your brand, not just in the mind of your customers, but in the life of your customers? Number eight, and our last one, is developing your star brand ambassadors. Yeah, because your brand ambassadors will also contribute not only to the differentiation of your brand, but to the customer experience. Like if you've got people out there spruiking your wares, then they're getting other people excited about working with you. So don't miss this tip. Yeah, developing your star brand ambassadors, aka your one percenters, Um, And as I've mentioned before, I have been reading Pat Flynn's Superfans, which is great. I've not finished it, but it really is about looking at not only how you create an amazing experience for people that have bought from you, but how you're creating amazing experiences for people that have not bought from you, but are out there spruiking your wares. Number two is building community. So within developing your star brand ambassadors, there's a couple of things. The first one is creating great content, great experiences, delivering a great service. The second thing around developing star brand ambassadors is building a community for them to be part of because we don't just buy products and services for the product and service. We buy an identity to be part of a community. Yeah. So when I buy, when I buy Gorman and then, and also Mr. Zimmy, and this has been something I may have shared this before. I don't know. But if I walk down the street and I see somebody wearing Mr. Zimmy or 
Gorman and I'm wearing the same brand as them, there's always a little cheeky smile. It's like a little bit of a nod. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we are. (laughs) Yeah. You're part of my gang, you know, and Gorman have got like a resale uh, group on Facebook where people who are selling Gorman and there's like thousands and thousands of people. When you buy into a product or a service, you're not just buying a product or service, you're buying into like a community, a gang, you know, you're being part of something bigger than yourself. And people love to identify themselves, depending on the brand, love to identify themselves as part of that group. And I think the Digital Picnic do this really well as well. It's like, TDP graduates. Yeah. And it's like, we know each other. And, and when you see, you know, the digital picnic, do a shout out to a graduate, you go and like them and follow them. And you're like, yeah, we're in the TDP gang. And so, and so you've got to really think about how are you building community around your brand and what's the opportunity for people as well. The next thing around developing your star brand ambassadors is to surprise and delight them. So I've had somebody today that has recommended Brand Builders Academy to a friend of hers. She's not in the course, but she has recommended it to a friend of hers and her friend has joined. So I've just sent her just a little gift from Lovely, which is lovely, lvly.com.au. Um, they are a fabulous Australian based gifting business and I love the funky things that they give cause that is, it really resonates for my brand. And so I love to support them too, but how are you surprising and delighting people? It can be little things. I talked, I think last week about send out cards and having like a custom design. That's a bit fun. You know, I always think about when I send that card out, is that an image or a picture or a postcard I would pin to my inspo board. And so I try and send out cards that I want my clients or the people I'm sending this to, to pin and have as inspiration. So it's more than just a thank you card. It's a reminder of me. Yeah. In that surprise and delight. And the fourth thing when it comes to developing your star brand ambassadors is to ask. Yeah. People love to support you and they want to help you achieve your goals and they want to help you get new clients and they want to be part of that. We love that. So ask your community, your audience to share, to refer. Don't be scared to, yeah? These are things that people want to do for you. And if they don't, then they just won't. But never be afraid to ask. So those are eight things that you can be thinking about and working on to differentiate your business and to build a great customer experience. So just a quick recap is number one, to look outside of your industry to really start to build and differentiate how you want to show up in your market. Who are the brands you love? What are they doing that are cutting edge, unique, different, bold that you can adopt so that you can start to stand out in your market. Number two is really knowing who you're for and being unapologetic about not being for everybody else. Yeah. Number three was what's your unique experience? What is it that you're doing that's different or that's really unique for your customers to help them achieve whatever it is that they are here to achieve? And how are you showcasing that? Where are you showing it? How are you showing it so that they can see it? Number four was what makes you different from the same business down the road? 
so that you can really start to talk about what that differentiator is. Number five is what's your neon sign? What is that flashing light above your head that attracts people like flies or moths and that you just are like, this is my war cry. This is what I'm here to do. And I am not afraid to talk about it. Number six is how good's your rabbit hole? Uh, is it just like one little pot or is it loads of little pots that people can go down and explore and find out more about you and keep them engaged for longer? Number seven is how do I position my brand, not just in the mind of my customers, but in the life of my customers? How are you building brand awareness so that you are targeting cold audiences, warm audiences, hot audiences, super fans, yeah, and referrals? Do you have a strategy around that? And do you have a brand strategy that really helps you grow that? And number eight and last, but definitely not least, is how are you developing your star brand ambassadors? Woohoo! good Lord. So much there for you to think about and do. And if you've got any questions, then hit me up on the gram at Suze Chadwick. I am more than happy to answer any questions that you've got, but you can also jump in on the webinars next week if you're listening to this when this podcast comes out. And yeah, obviously I would love you to share it as well. So I hope that that was helpful and that you got some actionable, don't forget, actionable tips out of that. Um, And I just really want to do a quick shout out as well to a couple of people that left reviews on iTunes for the podcast. I did ask, um, you know, on Insta and also on the podcast, I would love you to leave a review. I am aiming for a hundred, ideally five star reviews by the end of the year. And so to Color Circus, I just want to say thanks. Choose Suze for Biz Clues. So creative. Brand Builders Lab is my go-to podcast when I'm sitting down for a stint in my editing cave. The content is always golden, hence the notebook I keep within reach for all the actionable nuggets. And I can see the huge grin on her face through her voice. <laughs> I love that. Easy on the ears and just as infectious as she is in person having had the great pleasure of meeting her face to face. Thank you so much. That is gorgeous. And to Max Charlie Group, can't believe it's free, free actionable steps. One of the best business podcasts I listen to. You guys are freaking awesome. and I love you. And if you leave a review, I am going to give you a shout out whenever I can. So I just want to say a big thanks. And, uh, and yeah, that's it for another week. Make sure that if you want to dive deeper into all of this, you jump into Brand Builders Academy and get this week's bonus if you are listening to this before the 20th of September. But if you want to check out what's happening, then head to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash BBA. But thanks so much for listening and being here. If you enjoyed it, once again, I'd love you to share it. And I do appreciate those who leave reviews. You can follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick, but you know I love to hang in the stories. But until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold. Bye.